for a little something extra from the apple seed. And now, here's your host, Sam Payne. It's a pleasure to have you with us today. You know, sometimes we just get an itch to share a story that's not built into an episode that you hear on the radio, but can only be found here in the podcast. And in fact, some of you might be coming here because you heard about this story on an episode on the radio and you want to hear the rest of it. And if that's you, welcome. The story's called Papito. It's by Antonio Sacre. Jenny Goldsberry chose the story for us today. Jenny, tell us about Papito. So this story is about what it was like for Antonio Sacre to grow up being bilingual. And I liked it because I related to it. I was also raised speaking Spanish and English. My mother's from Guatemala and my dad is American and he doesn't speak any Spanish. And so I was forced (laughs) to learn both languages. And I just really related to the story. I wasn't quite as isolated (laughs) as Antonio Sacre will describe in his story, but I just really related to it. Yeah, there's there's this desire, right, when you're in elementary school to just be like everybody else, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, there are certainly kids who are standouts and they enjoy being standouts and they've got superpowers (laughs) and stuff like that. But gosh, most of us... We just want to be like everybody else, right? And that's kind of what this story is about. Some of those impulses are the impulses that drive young Antonio Sacre in this this story. The story, again, is called Papito. I'll begin the way I always begin. Thirty-five years ago, my father got into a rowboat from Havana, Cuba, and rowed 90 miles to America to start his new life. By the time I got into seventh grade, I told my friends that my father saved all of his family, all of his friends, piled everyone into that boat, and rowed everybody over to America. By the time I got into high school, I told my friends that my father stole five boats from Castro's Navy, saved all of his friends, all of his family, all of his first, second, third, fourth, and fifth cousins, everyone on his block, all of the pets, piled everyone in the boat. There was no room for him in the boat, so he tied those boats together with a big rope, put that rope around his shoulders, and he swam everybody over to America. I recently told my dad that I was telling that story, and he laughed. I said, but really, you just came over in the boat with your family, right? He said, came over in the boat? What are you talking about? I flew over in a plane. I said, you didn't come over in the boat? He said, no, you've been telling stories like that all your life. And it's true, I have. When my father came over to America, he didn't speak a word of English. He only spoke Spanish. He met a woman who didn't speak a word of Spanish. She only spoke English. And you know what they did? They got married. And they had me. And I grew up speaking Espanol with my papa and English with my mom. Now, in Cuba, we all have funny nicknames. My father's name is Antonio, but his nickname is Nico. My uncle's name is Raimundo, but his nickname is Tito. My brother's name is Roberto, and his nickname growing up was Pintico. Because when he was born, my grandmother picked him up and she said, Ay, que Pintico. I asked my dad what pintico meant because I couldn't find it in the dictionary. He says pintico means, what a little cutie pie. 
My brother Roberto hated being called Cutie Pie, and I called him that all my life. When he was in eighth grade, he had his first date with a girl. And when she came over, her name was Michelle. She was very nervous. She had a nice, pretty dress on. My brother looked very handsome. They both were nervous. They didn't know what to say. I said, Michelle, if you don't know what to say with my brother, you can talk to him about his nickname, Pintico Cutie Pie. My brother turned red. My name is Antonio, like my dad, but my nickname growing up was Papito. When I was five years old, I lived in Perryville, Maryland, and in Perryville, nobody spoke Spanish. I was the only one. And when I went to school for the first day of school, I was so excited and nervous to be at school that I forgot to speak English. I walked in there. I said, Hola, ¿cómo están toda la gente aquí? Yo me llamo Papito. The kids looked at me. They said, What? I said, oh, I'm sorry. My name is Papito. And one little kid in the back of the room, who I'll never forget, his name was Joey Martino. He stood up and he said, P, P, Papito? Sounds like Dorito. I said, no, no, it's Papito. He said, no, 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 it's Dorito. And he called me Dorito for the whole first day of school. The next day when I showed up at school, the kids all stood up. They said, hey, it's Nacho Cheesehead. And they'd call me Tostito and Burrito. And one kid even called me Potato. <laughs> I went home that day and I said, Papa, desde hoy yo no me llamo Papito. My dad said, ¿Cómo? Tú te llamas Antonio y Papito. I said, no, from now on, don't call me Papito. From now on, call me... And I tried to think of the most English-sounding name. I said, from now on, call me Tony. My dad said, Tony? Okay. The next day, he dropped me off at school. He said, hasta luego, Papito. Uh, Tony, te veo más tarde. I said, okay, Papa, te veo más tarde, which means I'll see you later. And one of the kids in the playground who was in third grade came up to me. Now, when I was in kindergarten, the third graders looked six feet tall. He came up to me. He said, hey. I said, yeah. He said, what was that you were speaking? I said, Spanish. He said, Spanish? Sounds stupid. Are you stupid? This was a third grader. I didn't know what to say. I looked up at him and I said, Duh. And he went and he told the whole school that I was stupid. So I went home and I said, Papa, desde hoy, yo no quiero hablar español más. I said, I never want to talk Spanish again. My dad said, ¿Cómo? Tú puedes hablar español y inglés. You can speak Spanish and English. I said, no, desde hoy, I'm only talking English. And if my dad spoke to me in Spanish, I'd answer him back in English. And if he spoke to me in Spanish, after a while, I'd pretend like I didn't understand him until he only talked to me in English. Well, when I turned about eight years old, my mom and dad got divorced, and my dad moved away, and I had no one to practice Spanish with. But that didn't bother me. My mom spoke English. All my friends spoke English. I was going to talk English just like everyone I knew. As I got older, I forgot every word of Spanish I ever knew, And by the time I got into high school and back in touch with my dad, I couldn't speak a word of it. And he sent me down to live with my grandmother Mimi in Little Havana in Miami, Florida. And when I walked into her house for the first time, she looked at me and she remembered that when I was younger, all I spoke was Spanish. She said, oye, papito. I looked at her, I waved, I said, hi, Mimi. She said, oye, papito. And when she saw that I didn't understand a word she was saying, 
She got mad and she threw a tempesto, which is like a Cuban hurricane. She started yelling and I understood a few words. This is what it sounded like to me. She said, Papito, Espanol, Cubano, Gringo. Then she grabbed me by my ear. She pulled me into the kitchen. She opened up the refrigerator door. She reached in and she took out a piece of flan. Flan is sort of a brown custardy dessert that's really delicious. She said, Papito, este es un pedazo de flan. I looked at her. I said, hi, Mimi. She said, no, hi, Mimi. Flan. She walked up to me. She stuck that flan in my face. I said, flan. She said, very good. She reached in the refrigerator. She got out the gallon of milk. She said, papito, esta se llama un galón de leche. I said, what? She unscrewed the top, walked over to me. Leche. I said, leche. She said, very good. She reached into the refrigerator. She got the butter. She said, papito, esta se llama mantequilla. I said, mante, mante. She said, mantequilla and stuck that in my face too. I said, mantequilla. She said, very good. Then she reached into the refrigerator and she got the eggs and the lettuce and the mayonnaise and the ketchup. Every time she brought out something, if I could say it in Spanish, I could grab it from her and throw it at her. If I couldn't say it in Spanish, she would throw it at me. Soon there was a great big food fight in the kitchen with food going everywhere and we were laughing. Then she took me into the bedroom and she threw the sheets and the pillow and every time she hit me with the pillow, she'd say the word in Spanish, but I'd forget because I always got hit with it. To this day, I don't know how to say pillow in Spanish. Then she took me into the bathroom and she threw the soap and the shampoo and the toilet paper. Now the word for soap is jabón and the word for soup is sopa. And I would mix the two up all the time. I'd say, Mimi, I'm going to take a bath. Please come and give me the sopa. She'd go to the refrigerator and get the big pot of soup and come into the bathroom and say, here you go, papito. I know the difference between soup and soap now. A little story called Papito from Antonio Sacri. It's a terrific little story about, well, about so many things, right? I mean, when you, we, we talked before the story began about how uh, uh, sometimes you just want to be like everybody else, you know? Yeah. And sometimes in this case, for example, that that impulse led Antonio Sacri to kind of forsake a lot of the stuff that 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 was cool about him that 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 made him up, you know. And then it's a beautiful story about getting all that back in such a in such a wonderful way, right? Right. And yeah. for the record, the word for pillow in Spanish is almohada. Almohada. <laughs> maybe that's just how the Chapins say it, but yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Education, education, and entertainment, right here on the Apple Scene. Thanks for joining us for a little something extra from The Appleseed. Google The Appleseed Podcast and subscribe for something new just about every day. The Appleseed with Sam Payne. <laughs>